Hallelujah. Praise God. Back again. It's your neighborhood preacher with Valor Ministries. What a privilege it is to always be with you. Listen, it's September 4th, and I guess we're heading into a long weekend. God bless each and every one of you. I pray that all is well. I pray, most of all, that you are continuing daily to seek Jesus Christ. Listen, it ain't easy, but Jesus reminded us that it wouldn't be. We must persevere. And as I journey in this walk of faith, running the race of faith alongside of you, I pray to encourage you. I pray to lift up your spirit. And I pray that we all have our hands raised at the end of this race. So praise the name of Jesus. I love the living word of God. It's changed my life. It's continuing to change my life. And I just get it. Remember when Jesus said, Seek first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness. You know what that really means is our priority should be on what's eternal. Our priority in life should be God's word, investing in what's eternal, not into the things of the world, but into God's ways, God's way of living, God's way of acting, God's way of behaving in our family, our job places, our relationships. Most of all, our spirit man changing that old conduct and that old person into the newness of life into the new man. I got something very special with you. Uh, I always, always am excited to share what God is sharing with me. And that's a goal. That's a, a commitment that I've made that I'm not just going to look at the word of God to provide a topic, but in my daily walk with God, I really like to reveal and share with you what God is sharing with me. So if we look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, in this chapter we'll see that Paul is coming from a place of chains, coming from a place of suffering. And the Apostle Paul teaches us to be strong in grace. And there's so much here in the Word of God, but we're going to pick up here in verse 11. He says, This is a faithful saying, For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Praise be to the name of Jesus. He's done so much for us. And I know that this life is challenging. And I know there's so much busyness going on in this world. And that's just it. That's the world and its problems. But you are not of this world. You and I need to constantly stay 
in the presence of God. And that takes work. Let's read here in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Arguments leading to nowhere. Speaking to each other that's not profiting anything. It says, be diligent to present yourselves approved to God. I think that's really important in this time and in this generation. I think, I think a lot of people don't understand what it means to be diligent. To stay in there, to be committed, to make yourself stay in the word of God and in the presence of God and stir yourself up in the gift of God that is in you. It says, be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, not approved to man. A worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Listen, as we walk with God, as we read his word, we search the scriptures, we must have a passion to understand them. And we must rely and ask the Holy Spirit to help us understand and comprehend the mysteries of the word of God. Verse 16 says, But shun, stay away from profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness, and their message will spread like cancer. Hymenaeus and Philetus are of this sort who strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection has already passed and they overthrow the faith of some. You know, walking with God, you're going to run into, talk to, and speak to a lot of other people who believe in God. And before you know it, you'll find somebody arguing over the most pettiest things or putting their opinion um, on something as if it's as if it's God's word as if it's is if as if there's so much truth to it and really it's a frivolous pursuit of the conversation Paul reminds us of two gentlemen here that um, came up with with a different um, pursuit a different a different uh, understanding of the word of God a, a different um, uh, following toward God's word and what Jesus Christ did. And they began to uh, take out uh, some other believers by what they were saying and what they were, what they were speaking and saying, well, you know, the resurrection and its power is already passed. Listen, praise God. We know that the resurrecting power is just as alive today as it was when it raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. So we know this and we understand this, but it says, shun these frivolous talks. Stay away from people who, um, who have babblings and arguments over uh, petty things. And I think it's important as we walk with God to avoid those who get into arguments over theology and over small little portions of the word that truly would not change our life whether one agreed or disagreed or we came to 
uh, and indifference all in between. It really doesn't matter. We have so much truth in the word of God that we really, really can build our foundation and our life on Jesus Christ. And I think that's what matters. So Paul's reminding us in 2 Timothy chapter 2, and as we read from verses 11 on, he said, he says in verse 19, and this is where I want to get to. He says, nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. That tells me that I have a responsibility and you have a responsibility. That if we believe on the name of Jesus Christ and we speak and name the name of Jesus Christ over our life, the Bible tells us that we are to depart from iniquity. Now, I don't know if if you've ever been into a home or your own house. You remember there was a certain china that maybe your mom or your grandmother loved or maybe an art piece or maybe there was a a gold statue. There was something very precious in the house and uh, maybe it was inexpensive, but it had great value. Uh, I grew up at a time where I didn't always have the finest things. So therefore, um, I couldn't always say that I had expensive things, but maybe it was something like my mom used to like. She liked fish tanks. Uh, Maybe there was something in your home or in your life right now that you know means a lot and has a lot of value. I think it'll bring great understanding when we look at verse 20. It says, But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but of also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. We must believe if we believe in Jesus Christ in the perfect work that he did taking our sins on that cross. We must believe he's the master. And we must believe that his house is not only a house, it's a great house. And the Bible tells us here that it says, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but of also wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. You know, there's a lot of things in our home that we wouldn't set on the kitchen table. There's a lot of things in our home that we wouldn't make a a talking piece um, over conversation, you know, like my dirty shoes that I have when I come home from work and I set them on the floor by by the door. That's not something I'm going to bring as a vessel of honor to the table. And I think right here, it's very important we understand that we are vessels of honor in a great house or we're vessels of dishonor. The Bible tells me here that if anyone cleanses himself, that means that I have a responsibility and you have a responsibility as a believer. You have a responsibility to cleanse yourself. That if you want to be a vessel of honor, it says, it says, 
cleanse yourself. And it says you will be sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work. And I think what's important is daily we remain clean before God. Daily we confess our sin. Daily we put ourselves on that cross. Daily we pick up our cross. We remember the sacrifice that Jesus did for us so that we, we don't lose eternal perspective. I think it's so easy in this world to lose eternal perspective. I think that we can get really busy, the kids going back to school, all the needs that we need and the things we need to accomplish, the demands of work, the demands of life. I, I really believe that it's, it's not that hard to lose your eternal perspective. So daily, the Bible tells us if anyone, it didn't say that there was something, uh, a certain person or qualification. It said, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be used or useful for the master prepared for every good work. And this is really what it comes down to. It says, flee also youthful lusts. So I need to cleanse myself from the latter if I want to be useful for the master, sanctified for his good work. I need to flee youthful lusts and I need to pursue righteousness. I don't think a lot of times people understand what it truly means to pursue. Pursue is like a police officer that's chasing the bad guy He's not casually following or asking the person to stop, or he's not walking as the as the criminal per se is running away. See, the criminal's pursuing his freedom. He's trying to stay free. But the police officer's pursuing the criminal. And like like mind here. It says, flee also useful lusts. We need to flee from our useful lusts. The things that easily ensnare us, the things that entrap us in sin, the things that we've dealt with time and time again. And we need to pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with all those that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. It says here, and it's important that we Avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. Call those people out. I do it all the time. If somebody is leading a conversation that is ignorant or foolish, I call it out. And you got to do the same. Most importantly, we need to avoid them. Verse 24 says, And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, some of you say, well, I am gentle. But look at the next portion of it. It says, able to teach. Are you able to teach? Can you teach the word of God? Can you teach what the gospel is? Can you teach why you do what you do? It says, we must be patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance. I want you to know that there's a lot of people on the fence today, and there's a lot of people who cannot choose Jesus Christ 
even after they've heard the truth. The Bible tells us here, if God, perhaps, will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape, or, and escape the snare of the devil having been taken captive by him to do his will. Brothers and sisters, there's a lot of people out here that need not to just hear our words, but to watch our walk as vessels of honor. To be a vessel of honor, we got to put away the alcohol. We got to put away the useful lusts, the lusts of the flesh, the lusts of the eyes, and the pride of life. If we want to be a vessel of honor, we must cleanse ourselves to be ready for the master's good use. We not only have to flee useful lusts, but we have to pursue, chase down righteousness, faith, love, and peace on all those that call on the Lord with a pure heart. We must do our best as a vessel of honor to avoid foolish and ignorant disputes. And as a servant of the Lord, we must not quarrel, but be gentle to some. Mm -mm. We must be gentle to all. Able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those that are in opposition of God. Listen, I encourage you. I charge you in the name of the Lord. Stir yourself up. Because before you know it, real quick, you can get heavy. You can feel the grime of the world, the tension. And you can feel the lack of pursuit in your life. And listen, all it takes is for you to get quiet before the Lord. Cleanse yourself. And understand this, my brothers and sisters, to be a vessel of honor, you cannot do this without God's help. You must call on the Holy Spirit to help you, to carry you, to equip you, to teach you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that you've been blessed. I pray that this word challenges you to be a vessel of honor and not dishonor. I pray that you cleanse yourself. I pray that you flee from youthful, youthful lusts. And I pray that you pursue after righteousness, faith, and love. I pray that that becomes a pursuit. In Jesus' mighty name, your neighborhood preacher loves you. Valor Ministries is on Saturday, every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And we have our midweek connection on Wednesdays here in my home. We also have Sunday service at 10 a.m. Wednesdays are at 7 p.m. Listen, stay up, stay prayed up. Your neighborhood preacher always tells you that the devil is a liar. Run that race of faith. Sometimes you're going to get tired. And you need to realize that you can't do this alone or in your own strength. It is God that supplies all your riches, all your needs, and we cannot do anything apart from him. Have a blessed day. Have a great long weekend. And until then, we'll see you soon. God bless you.